Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with Respawn Podcast, baby. Episode number four. Oh yes, we have made it. Lou, we are closer to double digits, baby. Every week that passes, we are making our way to double digits. Oh yeah, yeah. That is so exciting. I'm like flipping hyped over here, man. <laughs> Like there's like movement in my bones, bro. It's just like you know what? We're heading to episode four. We are on the way. In That's fact, it. we're like one episode away from the halfway mark. That's good progress. I like it's it. Consistency. Bro. That like is it. us, you know, sticking to what we said we were going to stick to. Which I'm not surprised by, but I am surprised by. But um, yeah, episode four. What's up, everyone? Glad what? to be back here. What's surprising me is how your math survived that explanation that you were telling. That was re- well done, bro. That was really good. That was really right. good. Right. It's like a low blow. That is an absolute low No, blow. it's not. It's a compliment. You didn't you get a distinction in matric for math? No, that's the only one I missed, you fool. <laughs> Which is why I'm convinced you brought that up. I am convinced you've done that on purpose. <laughs> you suck. Wait, when you say you missed a distinction, how much did you miss about? Take a guess. Two percent. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh the pain. Yeah. The pain. Yeah, and what makes it more painful is that I know exactly why, because I know exactly which parts I didn't study, because I thought I knew better. And it turns out, um, probability, man, it, it is not a, it's not something you can actually just guess. Is there's some real maths and so, <laughs> formulas so we, to it. So wait, would you say that skipping the section on probability, right, resulted in a lower probability of getting a distinction? <laughs> right, so let's work this out, right? In my mind. I had the high probability that I'll be able to skip probability. Nice. Turns out that did affect the probability of me getting the distinction more than what I thought it would. So to answer your question, yes. So actually what you're saying is that um, the probability of you wanting to skip probability was inversely proportional to the probability of you getting distinction thereof. You know what? And on that note, guys, (laughs) (laughs) on that note... (laughs) <laughs> welcome to respawn episode welcome four respawn, guys yes there's a better way of doing things and that was not it Bash. that, 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 that was not, was not it, it. well listen i'm holding true to the fact that we like to yap our jaws so yeah the jaws are being yapped and that's great so that's fine but uh lou how's your week been what's been happening are you good yeah i'm good man um sure to your point of us yapping our jaws, I hope everyone survived episode three. We know it was a juicy and meaty one. Um, I did have a discussion with Bash. I told him, dude, that was way too long. But then we look back at it and it's like, but what could we have cut out? I mean, it was such a good, yesy, value-packed episode, yeah. If, yeah. I, if I can even say so myself. But um, how am I doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm going on holiday this week, so I'm quite excited about that. Cha-ching. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, maybe we should take some photos and just post it onto the respawn, keep the peeps involved with what's happening. But um, that's another discussion to be had. Yeah. Um, how am I doing, Bosh? I feel robbed, to be honest with you. I had, a, what? I had a disdain feeling in my body today, bro. And I need someone to talk to it about or talk about it too. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to tell you about this. Okay. Uh, I'm you all yours. Thanks. You know the brand Sasco for bread? Sasco, like Sasco Sam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got you. I got you. These suckers, bro, and false advertising. What? Like this. Why? Like this. Bro. What was what was false about the advertising? No, no, no. They got new packaging. Okay. More slices, they say. It catches you. More slices. The slice is half the size than what it was. 
I'm like, like more uh, slices, it's just the same amount of bread, man. So it's still the same grams, just more slices. Dude, it's so useless because now equate that into a toasted, man. And I had to make three toasted instead of just having two, and it still looked like it was less than if I had two originally. I felt oh, honestly no. robbed. I was like, this is more slices. It's like a I literally looked on the packaging everywhere. I was like, is this like a kitty's bread? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, man, those slices are like this. They are minute. Oh, I felt my robbed. Goodness. I just felt robbed. That, that's but, rough, um, bro. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing worse than bread disappointing you. I don't know what could be worse than that. That's... Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, you know, actually, it put me on such a, like a rabbit hole in my mind because I was like, when last did bread disappoint me like this? And it took me back to grade three, bro. What happened in grade three? Grade three. Now, I don't know which curriculum actually thought this was a good idea but one of our projects in grade three bro was to make and bring to school bread mold dude i did the same thing but like can we just unpack that for a moment and just like <laughs> that was disgusting as heck man no, it <laughs> like was sometimes brought soup that was because <laughs> they put too much water into the bread oh uh, yeah and i'm with you like soupy and it's just like in like whose right mind was it this is a great idea to let nine-year-olds walk around the whole day with bread mold. Like, like it just spells disaster in my mind. And it's disgusting, man. The whole classroom is stinking. Everyone's like comparing this gross liquid. Some's got solid form. Some have got like a weird mush. It was like the fact that we didn't throw it at each other is a miracle. But I, it just took me back to that. I was like, bread disappointed me that day because I saw some disgusting ass things, man. Jeez. It was not cool at all. So... That's right, bro. But you know, the truth is, if bread's only disappointed you twice, bread's doing really well. Well, well, you're the math guy. I've been, what, alive for 24 years. How many days is that, Bosh? Yeah, but anyways, it's only been twice. So it's just doing a good way. It's no, that's good. good. That's good. I, li- I like that. I like that. Just see. So, well, at least, look, the thing is this. Because, like, you were talking about the most slices thing, right? You know what I immediately thought of was that pizza example. Where, yeah, which one's that? Where, where, uh, I don't know if you saw that, that guy, the video went viral a while back, but the guy was asking his girlfriend, uh, yeah. she, she was convinced that if you took a pizza that's normally cut into eight pieces and then you yeah. cut it into like 12 or 16 or whatever, you could end up having more pizza because before you could only eat eight pieces, but now you can eat 16. Oh, wow. So in her mind, it was more pizza. So, I mean, if they gave you more slices, okay. And you yourself said that you had to have one more toasty. Yeah. Doesn't sound like false advertising, bro. I don't know. You, you know it's what I'm false saying? advertising. Because what's the point of more slices, man? You can't yeah. play these mind games on me, Bash. <laughs> one, like you're saying, the grams is the same. One kg is one kg, whether it's feathers or one big cement block. That's it true. Ain't, it ain't helping me no, at that's all. True. I got it, you. It, it, it upset me, Bash. But otherwise, I'm doing good, bro. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I've had a I've had a very very interesting week, uh, if I'm honest. Huh? Um, lots of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Lots of prick. Uh, no, that's not a word. I was gonna use a word that wasn't a word. Lots of peculiar problems. There we go. Were you gonna say peculiar? Prick? Peculiar? Yeah, I, I, I wanted I wanted to combine problems <laughs> and peculiar. So I was gonna say peculiar, but that that wasn't peculiar. Ooh. <laughs> but we won't make up words, yeah. Listen, yeah. Listen, that is that is just obstitutional. We won't make up words. That's fine. Okay. It wasn't made up words. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, episode four. Uh, yeah. We've been we've been yapping on for a few minutes here, but I mean, you know, keeping it light because episode three was what well, was a bit heavy. 
you know what I'm saying? And um, I think the the feedback that we've been getting, uh, especially about this discussing this process, you know, yeah. a lot of people have actually come back and said, "Listen, it's it's so helpful." You yeah. know, like 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 they they're really thinking about like, hey. Wait a minute. What 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 what's going on here? You know, I mean, you had yeah. a specific feedback, you know, uh, about how it was actually a check in that on that that person was doing with themselves to be like, hey, I'm I'm ignoring yeah. this, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was almost like uh, we were sitting down, and we were chatting about it, and it was a thing of, oh my gosh, I know all of this, but I've actually just been ignoring it. Mm. I was like, I was, I was mm. like, now that it's been discussed and I've heard it in a platform like Respawn. They're actually like we're going through the process internally and they're seeing, I've been aware of this, but I've actually just never acted upon it. Mm. And as soon as I reach certain points in the process, I've actually turned back because I was just like, oh, hell no, I'm not going forwards with this anymore. Mm. And um, another person that gave me feedback was actually busy saying that it almost stopped them dead in their tracks oh, to yeah? the point where they actually had to like sit down and just think about how they're approaching a whole variety of things. Sure. You know, particularly relationships and and their business and a whole bunch of other stuff, but like big topics, you know, like important, crucial factors mm. of life. And they actually stopped it in their tracks and they realized not only have they been going through a process that they're not even aware of, but if they had just been aware of the process, one hell of a lot of things would have been different now. Yeah. And you. and that, that's crucial, man, because we said in the last episode that we we're going to discuss largely what the experience should be going through the process. And it got me thinking that a lot of people aren't even aware <laughs> when they're in the process, which is completely normal, yeah, yeah, completely natural, I would say. And it's just to to almost highlight the fact that, guys, what Respawn is here to tell you and to make you aware of is that think about what you're thinking about each day. Like, like just have that next level or that next step to being just a bit more aware because what I realize is that a lot of individuals, irrespective of age and experience and circumstance are very, if I can use the word blase on a day-to-day basis, you know, it's something that we mentioned um, at the, at the CWW family. It's that autopilot mechanic that you mentioned. And it's just every day people are going on autopilot just to get by, yeah, just to tick boxes. And that really, it, it, it gets you through the day, but it doesn't get you much further on a lot of other fronts. Mm. I'm not too sure if you've noticed that bash. Yeah. And I mean, you know, to your point, your your life is not about getting through each day, guys. You, you know, well, at least saying? it shouldn't be. Yeah, you know, a, if it is, then just please turn up the volume right now. Yeah. Take a listen <laughs> to what we have to say. And this isn't going to turn into some like yeah. cringe motivational message to say that you are more and you deserve this and you are that. But mm. but really, it, it's it should not just be about getting by day to day, guys. Never, not never, at all. ever, ever. And even if you are feeling like that, you know, the the truth is. Uh, um, you got to come to that point, like, like where what we said uh, on the previous episode, you know, and, and we're not going to recap too much because I mean there was quite quite a lot we said, um, but that thing of how Jesus wants us to change our beliefs to the point where our value is independent of our performance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because because however we're going through life, we're constantly searching to make ourselves enough. Mm. you with me we, we're constantly searching to 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 be more to be better to you, you know to 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 prove that we're valuable yeah you know what i'm saying and and what's interesting uh statistically i mean you know you look at the changes in in the workforce in the world let's take the professional workforce right 
right. it's it's so interesting that your generation. So you, I think you're Z, hey Gen Z. Yeah. 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 So I'm, yeah. So I'm just before the millennials. No, no, no. You're after, after after the millennials. Yeah. So after, I think. Yeah, Gen Z. Yeah. So I'm millennial. You're Z, and then after yeah. you is Gen Alpha, or I don't know whatever it is, right? <laughs> but uh, the Gen Zs, it's so interesting. So so my my workforce kind of group, they chased money. They wanted money and status, right? Yeah. Your workforce group, they're chasing uh, purpose and experience. Mm. You with me? It's like, I want to be involved in something that's going to give me testify. purpose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I want to make a difference. I want, it's like, bruh, just let me buy my Porsche. You know, that was, that was my boy group. They were like, I got stuff to buy. I got places to go. I, you know, yeah. where, where Gen Z, they're all about uh, um, the experiences. You know, and yeah. and 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 those those kind of like intangibles, you know, yeah. which I think is also part of why conversation is such a huge focus in today's world. Okay, that a lot of people are yearning for conversation. Yeah, <clears throat> you, you with me? So, for example, yeah. like my gener- my my work group, uh, um, my my work group millennial guys, right? They would they would use success and money and all these things to kind of redeem whatever the mishaps or regrets of the past were. Yeah. Are you with me? But Gen Z onwards, they're not interested in redeeming those things. They want connection. Yeah. They want conversation. You know what I'm saying? They, they want to be heard. They want to uh, feel like they're valuable. They want to feel like they're living for something. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and we've seen it uh, specifically with all these movements over the last couple of years. You know, it's, yeah, it's I was been, about to mention that with all the minority groups that have sprung up. I mean, it's yeah. related to that. And and the thing is, is that even even uh, the minority groups, they know, you know, with their own agenda, they know yeah. how to connect with this generation. Yeah, you with me? And they've pulled people in. Always make them feel heard. That's it. Make them feel heard. Make them feel like they're part of something. You know, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. the truth is, that is uh, um, basic human needs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We've been created with, I think, is it sixteen somewhere there? Basic human needs, you know, the need for love, the need for food, water, the need for purpose, the need for, you know, all these kind of things, you know? Yeah. Um, so those basic human needs now, unfortunately, have been manipulated and taken advantage of for specific agendas. Yeah. You with me? But the point in that analysis was the, uh, the thing about having value independent of performance. Yeah. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. C- coming to, to the intrinsic aspect. Uh, um, you know, of, of things is that, listen, whether I do well, whether I do bad, right? Is bad the opposite of well? <laughs> I think poor. Ah, okay. Whether I do well, whether I do poorly. Yeah, I think that's better. Yeah, that's better. Because yeah, okay. good and bad, I'm not too sure. <laughs> okay. well, so whether I do well or whether I do poorly, you know, sometimes you say an English sentence and, and you said it confidently and then your mind's like, there's like three other options, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, whether I'm doing well, whether I'm doing poorly, you know, uh, um, my value is set. Are yeah, you with me? So 100%. the truth is, is that the way God sees me is never going to change. Yeah. You with me? Even God even sees, uh, God still has value and love for those who even hate him. Yeah. You, you with me? Now, yeah. now that's not something that, that uh, a lot of people are aware of or will even say openly, but it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? The Bible yeah. tells us, for God so loved the world that yeah. he gave his only son. When he gave Jesus, no one was a believer. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, 
So it's having that intrinsic value that, wait a minute, even when I'm on this process and I'm going the way I think I need to be going and all the stuff we discussed, um, whether I'm bad at it or I'm taking long to learn it or I'm still trying on all these things, even though I am disqualifying myself, even though I'm thinking I'm an idiot, even though, you know, whatever it is, I need to remember, like you were saying earlier, dude, yeah. about your thoughts, you know, I need to remember that I can't say differently to what God's saying. Mm. You with me. That's, he's the objective anchor. Well, that should be the standard that we're holding ourselves to. And yeah, objective anchor. And I do believe that everyone should have that. And a lot of people clearly don't because <laughs> it's more of a subjective anchor that they've got. Mm. And it's subject to one hell of a lot of things. Yeah. Which really, in all honesty, it's no wonder that the, the process that they're going through each day and each year and each month and each week and use whatever time frame you want to, it's no wonder that process feels like absolute hell because the goalposts keep on shifting and changing. And just to bring it down to a practical analogy that people can understand, I mean, imagine you go to work and each day what was considered a good enough job yesterday is now not good enough the next day. You're going to be highly frustrated. And I'm sure everyone can relate to that to some degree in some part of their oh, life yeah. where something was good enough and all of a sudden it's not and there's absolutely no reason for it. And it's like, okay, but let's get to an explanation with this. And, you know, to your point of being on the process and the importance of having your value on the external factor like Jesus is that we said we we're going to talk about the experience. So let's just contrast that, Bash. Let's, mm. just, let's just go through that. You know, if you've got an external anchor where your value is not connected to the process that you're going through, surely anyone with a logical approach to things is going to say to themselves, well, that's good. That, that sounds better than having something in the process affect the value. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah, and and to my earlier point of be aware of what you're thinking about as an individual is that if you think that your value is not going to affect you throughout the process, you're missing a fundamental point of how we as human beings operate then. Hmm. right? If you think that you're strong enough or you've got enough, I don't know what you want to call it. Let's go do it gusto that we're using in episode yeah, yeah. three. Right? You've got enough gusto to, my value is not going to get affected by this. You, you, you're fooling yourself. Yeah. You really are. And maybe it won't for many things, but eventually you're going to hit a process where whatever you're going through is going to affect you. Mm. Mm. It's inevitable. So yeah. if we look at the contrast between the two sort of processes that you can go through, so we've got the subjective value and the objective value, right? The experience is going to be vastly different. Mm. And mm. I think the point that I'm trying to make here is that at Respawn, we're trying to tell you the better way of thinking about this, the better way of engaging into any process. And hell, you can even change this in the middle of a process. You yeah, don't have to end it and restart. Change it right now. Change it Go when you need it. to. That's it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Make the value objective. Get the objective anchor, which we are telling you the best way to go is Christ, Jesus Christ, him and him alone, nothing else, right? Mm -hmm. Is make that change and experience the difference for yourself. 100%. And yeah. To the point that we're making about the feedback that we're getting, the important part in the process is to, like we've been saying in all the episodes, take a step back and realize where you are, right? So if you need to take a step back and just consider, just put some time and energy into thinking about and observing where your anchor is right now, do that. Don't let it affect you know, you know your overall thoughts of the process. Don't let it like now diminish how far you think you're getting or how much progress you've made or not. It's it's got nothing to do with that. Yeah. Just 
put the anchor on the outside so that there's one less thing to worry about. If nothing else, let it be one less thing to worry about. Well, I mean, it's the fundamental thing, isn't it? You know, that's yeah. the thing, you know. And, and uh, um, I like what you're saying, Lou, because remember we mentioned that, uh, um, that thing about how um, realizing our potential is limited yeah. to the value we carry. Yeah. So if I don't believe I'm worth it or if I don't believe I deserve it, yeah. I'm, I'm never going to have the confidence to go and pursue it. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, you, what do they, uh, what, what's the makeup thing? Uh, is it? No, oh, Maybelline is because you're born with it, right? I think. I think so. I think yeah, it's so, so, what's the other one because you're worth it? No idea, man. Revlon. <laughs> Revlon. Or whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah, whatever it is. You know, they say, oh, because you're worth it, you know? And, yeah. and people think that that's catchy or whatever, but it speaks to you. It's like, yeah, I deserve that. Mm. You know, or, oh yeah, I could, yeah, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Or I I could, I could do that. Like, wow. You know, kind of thing. If you're hearing howling and everything, it's, it's my dog, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But having that external anchor, it means that, listen, even if I'm feeling insecure, even if I'm lacking confidence, everything, I've got an assurance that I can do this. You know, remember that one comment we made, I think it was episode two where we said um, that, you know what? Don't even don't even uh, um, believe in yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But believe in Christ's finished work. Believe that He values you. Believe that He's with you. Yeah. You know that He's the one that can that that that's giving you the evidence that you can keep going. You know what I'm saying? He's He's yeah. the one that's with you to help you to keep going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and if we would uh, um, take the time, like you're saying, you know, if we would take the time to shift our value scale from our own critique to mm. God's perspective and his love for us. Ooh, that's a big thing. Think about that's it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. my values, I mean, everyone's value system is their own critique of themselves. Yeah. You also me? very subjective, by the way. It changes and chops and yeah, changes. Yeah, completely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, let, let's talk about... I've seen that thing. <laughs> Dude, let's be honest, you know, the depth of what people have or the, the depth of how people understand themselves or whether they're happy or not is the emotional state. Yeah. You know, and depending, depending on how emotional you are, um, if you're having a bad day emotionally, the whole world's crumbling. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. if you're having a good day emotionally, dude. You can take on the world. Dude. Yeah, like, you know? what? <laughs> you, know, you know, sort of thing. Nothing's impossible anymore, which yeah. is crazy. Exactly. And, and it's just that uh, um, basic kind of mechanic, you know, that in, in any scenario, you know, if you've got someone who you trust, that being the key, yeah. right? Someone who you trust, who's got a proven track record, who, uh, track record sorry, uh, who, can, who has, you know, showed themselves like true and faithful and, you know, you can count on them, you yeah. know, those words from that person will be the most encouraging thing to you. Mm. It's true. Even if there are other people who could like do it better than what they can, because yeah. you trust them, right? Yeah. Though their words will be the most encouraging. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the truth is, like we're saying the objective anchor, you know, Christ is the most trustworthy. Yeah. No one has a track record like his. You, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that process of trusting him, right, is what we need to be putting effort into so mm-hmm. that when we hear you know, because you tell people, oh, do you know Jesus loves you? And they're like, yeah, it's, dude, he loves everyone. I mean, really, you know, it's like, <laughs> well, hold on. 
you know, just a blanket statement. There's, yeah, there's some depth to it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, we won't get deeper into that now. Mm. I don't think so. But but if he's someone you trust, and when he says, "Listen, I love you," oof, man, that's gonna make your heart warm. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. That's Definitely. that's gonna fill you up. That fear is gonna disappear. It's gonna be something truly beautiful. And you know, something that you mentioned there, that having someone that you trust and being able to to hear specific words from them, irrespective of, you know, how qualified they are, but because you trust them, it just means the world to you. Something that's just popped into my mind that I think is a bit relevant to say is the, the idea of rock bottom, mm, mm. you know, because obviously a lot of people when they're going through a process and if it doesn't feel like it's going their way, or let's say they're just going through something that's a hard time, it's a crisis of some sort. And, you know, business is on the brink of closing down, houses on the brink of having to be sold, X, Y, and Z, health is not doing well. And people think they've hit rock bottom. And I'll never forget the one discussion that I had with Tasso. And he mentioned to me, but hey, Lou, rock bottom's not what you think it is. Rock bottom is when you don't have anybody left to turn to. Rock bottom is when you've got no one, absolutely nobody that you can turn to. And I don't know why I find this so prevalent, but it's just to say that, guys, if you're going through the process and it's not going the way that you want it to, please don't have the idea in your mind that you've hit rock bottom. As long as you've got somebody to turn to, you're doing fine. You'll be able to get through the process. And to your point, Bash, is that (laughs) if you go through the process with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus Christ on your side, you're literally never going to hit rock bottom. Mm. Rock bottom is not in the vocabulary on in the mind of someone who has chosen the better way. It is not a reality, not even in the vocabulary. It's just not a reality that you can even come close to experiencing. And I think that's a huge thing because like we were saying, the experience of the process is one hell of a lot different when someone like Jesus Christ is involved. But that leads me to my next question to you, Bash, is to Mm. say that, you know, I've met a lot of people in my life that they claim that, you know, well, we can't just put, you know, the name of Jesus Christ into the situation, everything will get better. And there seems to be some sort of presumption that including Jesus makes it easy. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah. it's like, well, not, not necessarily guys, you know, it's not like, it's not like just a magic word that you can add to the end of the sentence and everything comes right. Yeah. You yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. And, and oof, that's a, that's a big one. Hey, that, that is a big one because I think, you know, there's a few angles we can break down, but let's talk about that process because I think people don't define what will become easy. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what I think they define it as, and it's the it's the idea of that the problem's just going to magically disappear. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like how you give the example of people think good health is just a lack of symptoms, mm. but that's not health and vitality. Mm. You get what I'm saying? No, so no, in my you. mind, I think the the easiness is just the problem going away. It's okay. If I've got a million rand in the bank, I'll be able to sort out everything. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You I'm get with what you. I'm saying. Well, what I found as well is like uh, from what, shall we say, the easiness that you're talking about, you know, what I found as well is uh, people think that the effort becomes less. Mm. Or their input is minimized. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so I, I found that it's like, oh, I'm working really hard here, you know. But yeah. it's it's crazy. Uh, um, that Paul himself said, listen, through the grace of God, I labored more abundantly than anyone. 100%. So, so God's grace appeared and Paul labored more. And you're like, what? Hmm. He, That's like, interesting. Yeah, it's like grace appeared and he didn't just sit back and chill, Ooh, you know, sort of thing, you know. And um, and the thing is, I think when, when 
when people think about, you know, but Jesus is here, it should be easier, you know. Uh, there's the other extreme where people say, oh, Jesus got here now, and now it's uh, Jesus in my life now. Everything's more difficult, and it's because of this attack and that attack, and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Oh, but no, that's not the extreme. Yeah, you know, there's, there's, yeah. there's two extremes, you know. There's always extremes, you know. <laughs> but but the truth of the thing right down the middle is that, you know, yeah. um, whether you, you believe in Jesus or you don't, it doesn't change the road you have to walk. Yeah. You with me? Whether whether a believer or a non-believer, whether a believer doesn't work or a non-believer doesn't work, they're not gonna get money to pay bills, live in a house, eat food. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's 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 yeah. and and I think people get like way too confused because they think that when Jesus rocks up, he's gonna do everything for you. That's it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. and and the problem with that is is that I don't know where they get that from. Well, that's the thing. I mean, because it's not it's not in the Bible. I, it's not. It's, it's really not biblical. It's not scriptural. So I don't understand either. And I think it's uh, if it's a hard pill to swallow for some people out there, but it's just it's them not living up to the fact that they just looking for an excuse. It could be, yeah. It 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 could, it, it could be. And and you know the the main thing is this is like I said, you know what becomes easy when yeah. when Jesus comes in, right? And I think I think the easiest way to explain it is that external anchor, okay. because you see, yeah, you know, Joseph Prince he he defines it perfectly. He says, you know, resting in God is not inactivity; mm. it's spirit-led activity. That's it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now, here's the difference. Okay, now anyone who's who's listening, and Lou, you can also agree with this, is that when you find yourself in a tough spot, okay, yeah, when you have to make a plan where you have to figure things out, where you have to now try and create an opportunity or try and fix something or whatever, the burden is huge. Ooh, on the shoulders, Dude, man. <laughs> you feel it on the shoulders, you feel it in the neck, you feel it in your stomach. Oh, wow. yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, yeah. it's crazy because there is this fear of immediate danger ahead of you, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I got to do something, right? But let's take it back a step, okay? Let's go few years younger, right? Let's say you're a kid and there is immediate danger ahead of you. Yeah. Okay. But mom or dad is there. Now, do you feel the pressure of trying to figure out a way to be safe, try to figure out a plan, try to escape all that stuff? Or what do you do? You run to the refuge of mom yeah. or dad, right? Exactly. You're like, hey, Help! <laughs> help! Dad! Help! You know, um, and and that's I think that's the easiest way to explain it is that you know the Bible call one of the one of the, the the names that the Bible gives the Holy Spirit you know one of the 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 attributes that he has is helper. Mm. You know what I'm saying, and yeah. and that's the part that becomes easier because. You know, when you, when, you, when you start walking with Jesus, right, the fact yeah. that the problems in front of you doesn't change. Yeah. The fact that you have to go through this process doesn't change. Yeah. You with me? The difference is now the power to go through is coming from the Holy Spirit. That's the it. wisdom to go through is coming from the Holy Spirit. Just yeah. like how, you know, in that example where a child would take refuge running to the parents, you know? And what does the parent do? Don't worry, I got this. You're safe, boy. Don't worry. It's fine, yeah. right? That is the same scenario. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and a lot of people, they throw the baby out with the bathwater because they don't want to go and put in the effort. Mm. 
you with me? They don't want to face the challenges. They don't want to go through the confrontations or I, I don't want to have to learn this new thing. You know, I feel stupid learning this, you know? Yeah. But the thing is this, is that if you could be free from the judgments that you're making against yourself or other people are making uh, uh, um, about you based on your performance or how well yeah. you're doing, if I could say it that, right? You would have the, the, the consistency, the motivation, the inspiration, the drive, yeah. if you want to call it, whatever it is, the, the, the gusto, you know? Gusto. You would have it to go through because, you see, there would be no fear that failure would change your value. Mm. Yeah, that's a big one. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, I did something so stupid, you know, because I... I uh, um, I'm sure there's a list, Bash. Yeah, yeah, but specific to this story here. <laughs> you know, when I was studying, I didn't finish honors, right? Mm. I tried it twice. I tried it okay. twice, all right? The truth is, I wasn't as disciplined as I could have been. I was a bit arrogant, okay? Right. Uh, I'll, I'll take accountability. We appreciate the honesty. Yeah, but you know, uh, it's, it's, it was such a prestigious thing, you know what I mean? It was yeah. the biggest thing in my life at the time, you know? But um, when it happened, I actually, I ran from everything, dude. Oh, wow. I, I, even, I even stopped talking to the guys who had passed, you know, I even, mm. I lost like good friends, you know what I'm saying? But it was just, it was just the guilt and shame of being identified as, oh, I didn't make it. Yeah. You know? And even, even when people would ask about my studies and, you know, what, so what did I do, whatever. I would just say, no, no, I did accounting. Oh, then the people who would know would go into the detail. And I'm like, oh, mm, yeah, no, you know, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and it would still come up. But I promise yeah. you when, and, and what's worse is, is that it affected my confidence in the marketplace. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But when Jesus, <laughs> exactly. But when, when, when I came to Jesus and I took his words and I believed him, you know, and I started putting in the effort to change these beliefs that I had and, and experiencing him more. You know what took place? Tell us. Man, that guilt and shame of not making honors didn't affect me. It still That's doesn't. It. Yes. It, it still doesn't. And more importantly now is that that failure doesn't define me. More importantly, yeah. that failure doesn't limit me. Yeah. You with me? Because what, yeah, what I've achieved in finance, yeah, what I've achieved in finance, uh, I would have achieved that anyway with that. Yeah. You, you understand what I'm saying? So, it's, it's so critical that people firstly be honest about what is it that they're expecting to get easier. Because mm. true, Lou, let's be honest. I mean, how often are our expectations misaligned, dude? Um, daily, to be honest. It's, it's a regular occurrence, you know. <laughs> yeah, because why? Our, our expectation is often not reality. It's just what serves us. It's what we want. That's it. You know, it's what's ticking the box at the right time. And, and it, that, that applies to everything. It applies to friendships. It applies to relationships. It applies to personal dreams and ambitions. I mean, that word there, expectations, mm. it's a dangerous rabbit hole that I don't think will go down. <laughs> but it is yeah. a really dangerous one. But just to take it back to what you were saying about the defining what becomes easier, it's, it, it's definitely not the work becomes less. You know, it was an excellent example what you mentioned there with Paul and, you know, how he went through and, he labored more abundantly. And yeah. I can honestly give a testimony to watching and witnessing you as an individual, as, oh. well, as, um, as well as someone like uh, our brother, Dalron. Yeah. I mean, you look at what Grace has done in his life. I've never come across someone who <laughs> works harder and more efficiently than he does. And it's at zero personal cost, mm. mentally or physically. You know, obviously there's the normal physical fatigue and whatnot that you experience yeah. with putting in the hours, but it's effortless, man. And it's only by the grace of God 
And I can truly say this, and I don't think he'll mind me bringing this up about him, is that a lot like you, well, not actually, very, very different way. Let me restart this. Someone like Dalran, right? Yeah. Before experiencing the grace of God to get him through a process, to get him through a situation. In school, I mean, this kid was mad talented. He had, he's like, just for people that don't know, he's a human calculator. No, he literally. literally <laughs> he's one of those guys you tell him, hey, Dalran, 24 times 6,998, go. He'll literally have the answer for you like in two seconds. It's incredible. Yeah. But he never expressed that potential throughout school. And now coming in, once we left school, that affected him because we were then looking for jobs and we we're like, oh, crap, what are we now going to do? And all my friends were kind of like, well, Lou, you got the most extinctions. You're probably going to get employed first. I'm like, but guys, yeah, that's true. It might help on the paper, but we all got the same ability and potential. Yeah. It was like, mm. I know you, man, you flip, you flip and smart, but you need to see it for yourself. And it's only when he came to the end of himself and allowed Christ to show him, you know, the objective anchor, like we were mentioning, that's when his life began to flourish. And that's when he began to experience a beautiful process, which I don't think is even close towards coming to its end because of how massive the potential is in it. But he is just abounding now from, from yes. like victory to victory. You know, it's, it's been a beautiful process to witness. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that he would not have gotten there if he stuck to the subjective anchors. Yes, exactly. But because he made Jesus his objective anchor, he's honestly experienced now the grace to look past, like you're saying, the limitations mm. that the world would put on him. 100%. To this day, the world has got all the right to still put certain limitations on all of us. But the power, the empowerment that we get from the Holy Spirit inside of us, the helper, the counselor, the friend, man, just the friend to get us through a process, to, to take away the limitations. It's a beautiful process. Mm. And the reason why I've now gone on that little rabbit hole is just to say that I've witnessed it. Yeah. firsthand with multiple individuals and it's a reality it's an absolute reality that the objective anchor is key mm. it's key to enjoyment it's key to any level of peace absolutely <laughs> in your heart oh. and mind. man is spitting facts right now yeah <laughs> and you. we're not going to get far without peace in, in our hearts and in our minds i mean you wake up it's if you don't have peace you've got stress oh, i know that sounds extreme but let's be honest about it you, you know, you talk about peace and stress, Lou, and uh, that's so, it, it's, it's so apt because everyone's yearning for peace, but they stress about how to get peace. <laughs> like, it, like where do we even go from there, man? It's and, like, what is the... <laughs> and Jesus, Jesus makes a statement. He says, my peace I give to you. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say you have to pay for it. He doesn't say you have to earn it. He says, I give it to you, right? And uh, it's so hectic because... A lot of people get this backwards. They think that when they come to Jesus, they lose. Yeah. They sacrifice. You know, they all, all these kind of things happen. But if I could, you know, because you were talking about potential, right? Okay. This is, this is how I would sum it up about that grace and that empowerment abounding in your heart. Okay? This is how I would do it. Mm-hmm. I would say it like this, is that before Jesus, I would have a, a, a terrifying fear or, you know, dread of not realizing my potential. Yeah. Right? But once I started walking with Jesus, you know, and I started making this, all the, the, this anchor external, I, mm. started, I started centering my life around him instead of myself, right? Now, 
I am at this place of excitement and absolute mm. awe about what could be possible. Yeah. You know, you have the assurance that you're never going to miss it. But it's almost like he's inviting you to say, how much do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, really, that's really what it is. Because the thing is this, is that, remember, like we were saying, he created you with all your gifts and your talents. Yeah. Right? And, and his invitation is saying, okay, well, what, what do you want to do? Because he, there's nothing impossible for his grace. Well, that's radical, man. I think, <laughs> I think uh, and honestly, to, to everyone that's listening and watching this, that is a radical, it's a change of perspective that will literally change your entire life. That is radical. Yeah, you know, yeah. don't, don't think that that is a light statement that, that Bash just made there. That is, <laughs> that is a, it's a big thing to, to comprehend. So honestly, yeah. everyone should take the time to sit down and comprehend that because that changes your life almost like a complete 180. Mm. On 100%. multiple fronts, if that is a reality that you can bring yourself to comprehend and to believe, and then take the step and the, have the courage to experience it. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, it's huge. Mm. And people don't realize. You know, they think that, that's why. Okay, look, I'm not going to get like too into it, but you know, I I hate religion. You're the same. You know, I yeah. religion. If if I wish I had a stronger word, I loathe it. I. I absolutely despise it. I well, there's a few Afrikaans words that I could use <laughs> to describe. <laughs> yeah, we won't we won't get there, right? We won't go into that yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I know we I know we said on YouTube that it's not for audiences under eighteen, but we'll keep it clean, okay? Yeah. But um, the truth is, is you know, um, the beautiful thing of what Jesus came to do is because you see all the guilt and the shame that people carry, right? Yeah. It's not even their fault. The Bible tells us we were, we, we were born into sin because of Adam. Yeah. So now what Jesus came to do is that he says, listen, Adam, Adam messed up. You were born into something. The only way you're going to get out of it is to die. Right? Yeah. But he's like, I don't want you to die. I want you to live. So he yeah. came to give us a death as evidence, as a justification that we can be free, that we can have an external anchor. Yeah. You with me? Now, yeah. a lot of, like, I promise you, probably 95% of, of people, you know, probably 99% of believers don't understand that, you know, because yeah. what's, what's worse is for someone is, is that they look at the world, like, the, the big bad world is so hectic, and now you want me to come to this Jesus, I'm doing this mm. because it's not the real Jesus that, that they get, come to this Jesus, and I must work even harder for him. It's like, no, 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 you don't understand. He doesn't want you to work for him. He wants you yeah. to receive from him. That's it. Because the world's out to kill you. Yeah. He's out to give you life. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So that is, that is partly why we hate religion, because that is not what religion teaches. Religion skews that picture and distorts it to a point where it's not even recognizable. Mm. And yeah, to, <laughs> let's be honest with the, with the, with the viewership here, Bash. It's a, it's, it's a pity that religion's doing that. But it's also your responsibility to take a step further and mm. peek behind the veil of what religion is saying and find out for yourself. 100%. Yeah. 100%. You know, it's, it's, that is your responsibility. And if you have got any unction in your heart and in your mind to experience a level of life that is actually good, that is actually enjoyable, that is actually sustainable, you should do that. Yeah. Reach out you to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Re reach out to us. That's it. Reach out. Yeah. And, and that kind of leads nicely into the next point, Bash, is that in the last episodes, we've been mentioning that, hey, guys, it's crucial. Get a mentor. Get a leader. Get someone in your life that can 
look from the outside in and guide you on this process. Mm. And that was one of the things that you particularly mentioned that you did not have growing up. Yeah. yeah. Would have made a difference. And my question is, can one find a leader or a mentor or should one find a leader or a mentor that's got a subjective anchor? Ooh. Oi, dude, you are dropping bombs in this episode. What the heck? <laughs> Uh, that's what you're saying man because i'm really thinking about it it's like all right cool let me get a leader or mentor in my life but if they've got a subjective anchor there's there's let's take it back to episode one when we're talking about the rich man and his uh his his routine Mm. there's things Mm. that we can learn that will develop our character but does not necessarily mean it's beneficial to do what they're doing for my case for my potential yeah but now if i'm looking to get a, a leader or mentor in my life if they're subjectively anchored Oh, Lordy, where are they going to lead me to? You know, that's the thing. Oh, man, you opened a, a whole other can here because we, well, let me ask you this, right? I'll throw it back to yeah. you. I'll throw it back to you. So, typically, before, right, when you talk about mentor or trainer, you know, so like someone you want to learn something from, you know, mm. so, so give me, give me an example. Who's, who's in any area of your life? Oh, dude, if I'm don't, honest with don't you. Don't say, not, not church stuff. I'm talking about secular No, 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 stuff. no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. If I'm honest with you, there's like, like I think three categories, it was <laughs> who can get me more popular, <laughs> who can get me gold, who can get me money. If okay, you, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> okay, whoa, 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 rewind. Okay, I want the one, I want the mentor that told you you were going to get more girls. Who was it? Oh, man, I can't mention the name. Oh, no, is it someone we know? <laughs> oh, no, okay. <laughs> no are you serious am I thinking of am I thinking of the same person well they featured in the episode already <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway yeah. anyway okay right let's okay we're not gonna talk about that we're not gonna talk about that let's talk about a skill skill so, for, like for example uh, graphic design right yeah right so any any particular influence that, that you took to um yeah, like personally or just like even on the internet? No, internet. Like someone you subscribe to, someone you follow, you always watch the content. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Um, there's a guy by the name of Chris Doe. He runs okay. a, a company called The Future. They, okay. Yes, yeah, they're brilliant, man. Oh. Like leaders in the industry. Fantastic, right? So, yeah. so when you watch their content, okay, yeah. what is the judgment that you make when you watch their content and how to Does- use that? Judgment on myself or on them? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, what is this? Let me rather say, what do you take from that when you watch their content? How do you use it in life? Um, I just see the the way that they approach things and the processes that they have in place and mm. that works. They've thought this through that I can see. They've definitely thought it through. I can see what they've implemented it in and the results it brought them. I'm like, I want that. I okay. want to experience that. Yeah. So, so you, you would use that uh, for your to, to develop your graphic design skill, right? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, you would you would do that and be like, look, that's a good tool. Oh, I didn't even yeah. know that, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Cool, right? Yeah. Would you follow them on how to do bodybuilding? <laughs> nah, dude, they were like super skinny and like super fat. It's like weird extremes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, no, no. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, would you follow them on, for example, how to how to cook a steak? No. You know, if if they couldn't yeah. cook. You with me, and I think I think this is where uh, um, people need to be conscious about drawing that line, 
okay? Because right. what ha- what happens is is that you know when we're looking for help in something specific, okay, yeah. and 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 everyone does this, you know, whether they want to admit it or not, okay, it's just I think it's part of our design, you know, is that we we develop a respect for that person. Yeah. You with me? So for example, yeah. like you watching that guy now, and he's like, okay, guys. You've been struggling with this. Let me tell you what I learned after 10 years of hitting my head against the wall. And man, you watch that 23-minute video and you are just like, this guy just saved me 10 years of my life. Thank you so much. You you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. right. Everyone does that. It it, it is how it is because what's it doing is that something he's sharing is empowering something you're looking for. You with me? Yeah. That connection's happening, right? Yeah. But what tends to happen is, is that we forget that that tiny little sliver that we're getting is all that we are supposed to receive. Mm. So, for example, the bodybuilding question or how to cook a steak. I mean, if you want to know how to cook a steak, you're going to go to what? Gordon Ramsay or, you know? Another 23-minute video. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you've ever, dude, if you've ever watched Gordon Ramsay's video on how to make the perfect scrambled eggs. Yeah. It will give you a new appreciation for scrambled eggs. But Dude, all I can say is that uh, I visit your brother once a week. I've got an appreciation for a lot of cooking things because of him. That's it. <laughs> but dude, I promise you, if I do a video on how to yeah. cook scrambled eggs, you will be put off. You won't, e- you won't even eat eggs anymore. But my it's scrambled eggs, yeah. But my scrambled eggs are pretty badass. It's okay. But anyway, <laughs> but do you, do you understand the point I'm making? Okay, yeah. so so in terms of mentors, something <clears throat> took place recently. I mean, everyone knows uh, what's his name, Top G, right? Yeah, Tate, Andrew Tate, right? Chang, yeah. the real deal, masculinity. Yeah, masculinity. Ooh, you know, I'm a man. Look at me. I don't wear shirts. Dude, put a shirt on. You're scaring me. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. But but the I, I'm not gonna like throw shade on him or whatever. But let's let's look at it. Okay. So yeah. anyone who comes against Andrew Tate, what do they say? Where's your Bugatti? Yeah. Right. So, how many goals have you got? Yeah, exactly. So what a lot of people don't realize is, you know, he's he's literally coined marketing. He has understood how to appeal to people. Dude, he saw boxes that needed to be checked and he Dude, checked he checked he's all of them. Brilliance. Yeah, you know, and uh and he's got he's got an assertive personality. You know, he doesn't apologize for what he says, you know. Um, yeah. he can string through arguments and reasonings that seem wow, you know. And um he always talks about, listen, rich people drink sparkling water. You know, it's like, okay, uh, thanks, bro. You know, sort of thing. But the truth is, if you think that that is someone you can follow for life, you're sadly mistaken. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Um, following someone and, and you know, uh, uh, allowing them to teach you about a skill, about, you know, a talent, a training, you know, things like that, right, is something completely different than having a mentor for life. All right. You understand? Because the truth yeah. is, my bank balance is not my life. Yeah. That's, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The, yeah. the truth is, Lou, your graphic design skill is not your life. Yeah. Are you, are you with me? And um, at the end of it, I mean, like for example, Roger Federer, you know, dude, if I tell you, right, if you go into my YouTube history and you go and find the amount of times I watch a video of Roger Federer, or yeah. even even the same video, right, of Roger Federer, it's actually shameful. Because why? I mean, he's, pro- he's one of the greatest players of all time. So when I'm yeah. watching his video, I'm like, okay, uh, what did he do here? Okay, uh, play that half speed. Oh, he did that. 
And then I pause, I get up, I take my racket and I'm like, no, 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 it doesn't feel right. And I go back and I go back, you know, <laughs> that's just the normal process of practice and learning and, you know, all these kind of things. Right. But when I have a moment of, of, you know, accomplishing something I'm trying to learn, you know, in, yeah. in a specific discipline, I have such an appreciation for the person who taught it to me. Are yeah. you with me? Such yeah. an appreciation. Like, wow, it's crazy. Right. But it's, we must be very careful that we don't go beyond that. So we you're saying that we need to have a distinction between... At least a, a line. A line, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Between... We, yeah. What exactly? Just so that the audience is clear. Because when we're, when we're overwhelmed with that thing of gratitude and, you know, all these kind of things, you know, someone who's taught us something in a specific yeah. discipline or skill set, keep it that. Okay. You with me? Just because Roger yeah. Federer's got twenty grand slams doesn't mean he's the master of life. Mm. And then people okay. say, like, people are, oh, but, 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 Bash, what's wrong with Roger's life? Listen, absolutely, there's nothing wrong with Roger's life. Okay, but the emphasis we're making here is the external anchor. Mm. Roger's not perfect. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Roger's life's working for him because he's able to perform at that level. Yeah. It's his gift, you know. Um, but one who is perfect is Christ. Yeah. Are you with me now? People be like, oh, but Jesus can't teach me graphic design. Graphic <laughs> design is not needed to live a good life. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> when you start making distinctions on what you're <laughs> qualifying is necessary exactly. in order to have a life that's full of fulfillment. Exactly. A life that is experiencing, like you're saying, the peace, the happiness. Hmm. It's almost, uh, I kind of get the question in my mind of, don't let what, this, what they're teaching you and that gratitude determine or let that bleed into what's going to be happening behind closed doors in a sense. hundred percent. Because it can't. And, and it, don't, it, it don't let it be, don't let it be what you find value in or what you place yes. value upon. Because that's also going to affect how you start treating other people. So it actually starts to bleed away from yourself and more into the other relationships and friendships and whatnot. Exactly. And I mean, <laughs> let, let's talk about, let's, let's go back to top G, right? Um, he came into the market because uh, to answer the feminism movement. Okay. Yeah. Because and there were so many men who were so upset about the feminism movement, they had no answer for it without hurting feelings and blah blah blah. You know all that mm -hmm. stuff, right? And he came in. He's like, "No, we are men. This is what we do." But to the point where his his uh, opinion on how to treat women actually like but disgusting. You know, a few of the things he says, and I'm like, "But dude, they're, they're not just objects." And tools it's it's almost like. You've now crossed the line where the feminists have a point. <laughs> exactly, dude. You know, but the, the, the truth is, is that people will decide what they stick with. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? And he saw a gap and he came in. But again, it's extreme, you know. But Jesus has a standpoint where everybody wins. That's it. You with me? And people say, oh, no, but it's only those who believe in him who wins. Yes, because only those who believe in him have the external anchor. Yeah. Do you understand? Only those who believe in him can escape the insecurities, can escape yeah. the guilt, can escape the shame, can escape the limitations, the fears, yeah. all these things. You understand? You got to go believe in Top G. What's Top G going to do for you? Uh, in all honesty, what <laughs> is he really going to do for you? I mean, yeah. he, does you know I <laughs> he Listen, does not care about you at all. Let me tell you, bro, when, when I'm dealing with whether or not I'm a success or I have value in everything, I can watch Roger Federer from morning to night. Yeah. And the only thing it's going to make me realize is that my backhand is so much worse than his. <laughs> it's not adding to the, my insecurity or, you know, solving my value or, you know, all yeah. those kind of things. Um, and that's, that's the important thing when we look at this thing of a mentor and, you know, training and 
you know, leaders and all that kind of mm. stuff is that we need to have that separation that, listen, if you want to be an engineer or an artisan or, you know, a technician, all that stuff, you got job shadowing, you got training, you know, you got studies, you got all these things because it's part and parcel of becoming skillful. Yeah. We must love. Exactly, dude. We must love to be skillful. 100%. Yeah. I mean, who goes around and says, oh, yes, I can bake a cake, you know? <laughs> and, then, and then they can bake a cake and it comes out being cake soup. It's not even like, yeah. you know, it's not even a sponge, you know? And they're like, oh, I'm so proud of that. So I was like, dude, are mm -hmm. you are you mental? You yeah. know, sometimes I wonder about our ANC politicians, but we won't, we won't talk <laughs> yeah. about that. Um, but, but do you understand what I'm saying? So when we're talking about a mentor, you know, and this is why value independent of performance is so important. Yeah. Because we start uh, um, changing our philosophies based on people who make us perform well. Sure. That's a huge one. Are, are you with me? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like even, let's take a, a, another example. Let's say, let's say Jordan Peterson, right? Yeah. Now we know Jordan Peterson can talk. Jordan Peterson can talk. We'll say that, right? And we thought we could yap. Yeah, no, no. He's he's on another level. Jordan Peterson even yaps himself out of his own point sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I have to like pause. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What did you say? Did you confuse yourself? Did you contradict yourself? You know? Um, he's like highly intelligent guy. Like, you know, it's crazy. But if I start listening enough to Jordan Peterson and, you know, all these kind of things. But Jordan Peterson is now becoming the channel or, or shall I say the conduit where I'm feeling more valuable because I know more. Mm. Jordan Peterson's not good for me. That is it. You yeah. understand? Because Jesus says you've got to feel valuable based on experiencing him. Him. That's Being it. in him. Yeah. Why is that important? Because tomorrow there'll be a case where Jordan Peterson comes out and he's canceled. Then what yeah. happens to your value? That's it. You're going to be canceled right along with him. Exactly. Roger Federer retired from tennis a year ago. Hmm. Now, if I place all my value in him, what happens now? He's no longer here. Yeah. Are you with me? But Jesus is saying he's the eternal one. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's it. And that's why he's telling us, place your value on him. You know, base your value on, on who he is and his love for you. Yeah. Because then there's no limit to the skills you're going to develop. Because now your motive for learning skills is pure. That's it. You know, anything that you have to do to add value to yourself is going to be a burden. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not going to be enjoyable. But if you could do it from a place of, listen, I'm loved, I'm valuable, I'm everything. I'm going to give this my all. You're yeah. not going to hold back. You're not going to have fears. You're going to go. And more importantly, more importantly, when you have the external anchor and you have the Holy Spirit, that, that close friend, that, that, that helper that's yeah. with you, man, you are just going to fly. You will, be, you will be seemingly redlining, but you'll be flowing. That's it. So, so basically, if we can summarize that, we could then say, if you are going to be making the decision to find a mentor and a leadership or a leader in your life, <laughs> a leadership, then one should be ideally looking towards a source that has got pure motives. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. You know, the thing is, if you want a leader for life, make sure you don't get a leader who's living to serve themselves. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what that's that's <laughs> exactly so. <laughs> what you were saying earlier. I mean, if if watch how they treat people, watch how they do deals, watch how how they learn, watch how they treat themselves. You know, all these kind of things. Yeah. If 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 they have all the wrong signals, now you can learn skills from those people. That's it. You understand what I'm saying? That yeah. there's there's skills and experience on it, but we're talking about life now. We're talking yeah. about 
you know, fundamental paradigms and perspectives, worldviews. You mm. know, uh, um, how should I, what, what am I going to use to form my perspective on what is value? What is success? How I should treat people? You know, what it means to be in a relationship, what it means to, to run a business, what it means to, to have purpose, what it yeah. means to serve people. If we're going to talk about all those things, listen to, there's only one mentor and that's Jesus. 100%. And, and you should be looking to be with people that point you to him. Yeah. Not to do more for him. Not to, not to try and, people. <laughs> yeah, not to do more for him or try and make him famous. So, you know, because yeah. the only thing that brings God glory is what he does in us. That's not, it. not what we do for him. Yeah. You, you with me? So, you know, that thing of, of, of the mentor is never, ever, ever when it comes to learning about life. And they say, oh, but my dad did it like that. And my opa did like, I'm like, that's great. Right. But Jesus is calling us to something better. That's it. That's a huge one. Shake off the traditions. Shake off the, the mindset that keeps you doing things just because that's the way it's been done. It's rather take a step out, trust the Holy Spirit and see if there's a better way to do it. That's and it. the chances are is that they, they might not be, but they also could be. And if it is an opportunity or if there is a probability, going back to probability, if there is a probability for there to be a better way of doing things, we should be exploring that. Absolutely. As due diligence to ourselves and to those around us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, that inquiring thing you're talking about is fundamental to growth. We've got to be asking the questions, you know. And, and you know, to, to kind of sum up what we've been talking about this process, which I think you know, I hope it's been so helpful to people. I hope it's, it's opened some eyes and it continues to do so. Please, guys, you know, share it um, with people who are struggling, people who have confidence issues, you know, uh, people who, who have uh, um, a lack of belief of yeah. what they can achieve. You know, share this stuff with them because they're going to realize that this isn't about psyching yourself up or, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's not. It's yeah. about, wait, hold on. I've got to connect. I've got to connect with the true anchor. I've got to connect. I, I got to connect with the one who has value for me, yeah. based on himself. You know what I'm That's saying. It. And um and and to close it up, you know, I, I just want to say that you know, guys, hard work is a non-negotiable. Yeah. Don't ever have a lazy day. You don't know some people. Yeah. I was like, oh, I need a lazy day. Listen, nothing is going to pick you up more, or nothing is going to energize you more than completing building things, learning something, achieving mm. something. You know, we, we've been designed for that, you know. Yeah. Uh, choose to get your dopamine highs from achieving and, and, and completing and building. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't delay in getting to work on things. You know, there, there's this problem where, where people keep things in their heads. Oh, I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to do it. And six hours into just focusing and thinking about I got to do it and not actually doing it, the tiniest task that could take five minutes now is seemingly impossible. Yeah. And you get to it two weeks later. I don't know if you've experienced that, Lou. I have experienced that. And I've also experienced the opposite of it. And that's purely thanks to following someone like yourself, where yeah. I see, you know, you, you put your head down, you get things done. And like, that is, that is a learning curve that I had to go through. I was like, yes, how am I going to get over this mountain? And I'm like, okay, but wait, how did Bash do it? He just got over it, right? And he just, got over the mental hurdles and to your point is get over the mental hurdles sit down and get it done that's it you'll realize that once you start it's actually not that difficult and you actually it might sound nerdy for lack of a better word you actually find yourself enjoying the process of course of getting the tasks done so yeah. i can 100 percent agree with and testify to that don't have a lazy day get your dopamine rush from doing something productive 
exactly. doing something that does move you into the direction that is beneficial to mm. yourself and those around you. And to your point, Bash, I mean, guys, honestly, to everyone that is listening to this, share the podcast. The, the idea of the process is something that every human being is going through. Yeah. Share it. Everyone can benefit from some way of this mm. or from hearing this. And if that is you that is listening and you don't quite understand or you feel like you need someone to talk to, please reach out to us. This isn't an impersonal platform. It's not an impersonal faraway podcast where <laughs> we don't want to be um, talking to you guys or in the ground with or underground with you, should I say, yeah. reach out to us. And I'm sure Bash will agree with me that guys, we want to open up the discussion on all platforms. Reach out to us, send us your scenarios. Let us uh, feature it on the podcast. Let us walk you guys through it. Let us yeah. see if there's a better way that we could potentially approach something and let it be beneficial. 100%. And I mean, if you want to do it anonymously, DM us on Instagram, on, on TikTok. Um, I don't know if you can DM on YouTube. YouTube is comments, but whatever it is. Uh, you know, DM us and, and you know, let, let's unpack it because, guys, I promise you, don't underestimate the momentum you're going to get from getting things done. Yeah. More importantly, don't underestimate the confidence you're going to get from mm. getting things done. Now, Now, you don't, again, that's not linked to performance, but it's affirming the fact that Jesus is saying his grace is sufficient. Yeah. You with me? When you go, basically living it out, hundred percent, and and the confidence is is like, whoa! I did it once. I'm gonna do it again, Lord. I'm trusting you. I'm trusting in your grace now, Holy Spirit. Lead me. You do it again. Oh, next time, Holy Spirit. Boom. Let's go again. Let's go again. Let's go again. Let's go again. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know. The, I, I watched. And uh, you probably saw this. Um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, video, right? You probably saw this video, but it's a it's about a Navy Navy SEAL commando or something. You know, and he says this, he says, the number one thing you must do when you wake up in the morning is make your bed. Yeah. And he says, the reason you make your bed is because then you've already accomplished one thing for the day. That's it. Right. Now, very, he's using a very trivial example, but he understands the mechanics. You, you with me? He understands it. And, and that's the thing, guys, is that the more you think about doing things instead of sitting down and actually doing them, right? <laughs> Things become so big and unattainable mentally, yeah. right? That you actually talk yourself out of it. You're like, no, I'm not going to do it. That's it. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. and and for all for all the influences that you are following, and you know all that stuff. Rightly, we're not telling you to unfollow anyone. We're just saying, rightly divide it. Make sure that you're keeping their influence for what it's meant for. Are you with me? Like, for example, yeah. you know, I'm I'm not going to go in and 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 find out from Tim Henson. Right, how I should play tennis. Yeah, I I go to Tim Henson because he's probably like the freaking one of the leading next gen guitarists. That's it. You understand, and and what yeah. he's teaching people and how he's playing, I'm like, geez, I want to do that. Yeah. Right. But if I want to find out, okay, how do I deal with heartache? How do I deal with rejection, guilt, or shame? I'm not going to ask Tim Henson. <laughs> nah. I'm going to go to <laughs> Jesus for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to yeah. go to Jesus, and then I'm going to go to people who have already experienced that in Jesus. Yeah. You, you understand think, what I'm saying? I think um, a point to interject there is that for the, the younger audience particularly, is that like you just said, no, we're not telling you to look away from the people that you're looking at, the influencers and the guys that are inspiring you, but just have the thought in the back of your mind that that step that you need to take, they've already taken it. Mm. That's what's gotten them to the place where they are now influencing. 
and that you yourself are not going to get there unless you take those first few steps to actually begin exactly. the process, which exactly. I do think is the gap that has been missed, especially like you're saying with the Gen Z guys that we want this, we want that, but we don't want to do what it takes to get us there. It is a gap that's been missed in the market, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of the, the, how can I say, one of the, the perks of social media is that we see the finished product. But don't forget, guys, there is a few steps that need to be taken before you get there mm-hmm. and that it is the Holy Spirit that's going to guide you on how to do that without burning out, without actually experiencing more pain than pleasure. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, Lou, if, if Jesus sees us as valuable, right, if we have value because of who God is and because he was the one who created us, right, we need to start treating ourselves as valuable. That's it. 100%. The basic things. I mean, yeah. to all the viewers, old or young, you know what? Value yourself. Yeah. You know what? Value your mind. Push the limits. Learn, read, grow, study. Uh, value your body. Keep your body healthy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exercise, eat, you know, uh, eat properly, um, get good rest, you know, all these kind of things. Um, yeah. Value, value other people, you know, be, be uh, uh, someone who has pure motives in relationship. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is what uh, God's love for us, right, produces. This is what his love produces because, you see, him loving us confirms to us that we have value. If we have value, we treat ourselves like we're valuable and we yeah. treat others like they're valuable. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and tiny, tiny adjustments, Lou, I kid you not, tiny adjustments with those things I mentioned, spirit, soul, body, tiny mm-hmm. adjustments, you're going to see how your entire quality of life will change. You've experienced that. Yeah, it's exponential. You know what I'm saying? It's exponential. So, so the motivation now is not to get better. Now, getting better and improving is a side effect of the true motivation, the true motivation is, is that I'm valuable. That's it. God loves me. I have value. Now <laughs> the side effect is uh, becoming skillful. The side effect is growth. The side effect is maturity. The side effect is success. Yeah. Because the motivation is, listen, I'm valuable. I have to live this out. I have to pursue all of these things so that I can be bursting at the seams of this empty vessel that I am. Yeah. You know Bash, what I'm I think that, uh, that sums it up pretty much what, what Respawn's all about. That's the better way. <laughs> that is the better way, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so with that being said, please remember, 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 remember that on this podcast, you're always going to find the better way. And the better way is Jesus himself. He yeah. said he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. So stick, stick around with us. Uh, we're not sure what topics we're going to be touching along the way. Um, but like we always tell you guys, communicate with us. Let us know what you want to hear, what you want us to go through. You know, we, we are going to do some entertainment episodes. I just think this one we felt in our hearts that, wow, this was good to lay the foundation for yeah. what Respawn is about, you know, to create that expectation, you know. And, uh, yeah, so from myself, Bash, always remember that Jesus loves you that you are valuable and whatever you want to achieve he's saying he wants to empower you to get yeah. it so grace and peace we're going to see you guys in episode 5 let's go oh, yeah yeah that's so exciting <laughs> yeah guys from our side we're busy pretty much we've wrapped up the idea of the process um, Bash hit a nail on the head that is what we thought would be um, 
a good way to set up the expectation of what the podcast is about. And it is most definitely a platform for you guys to experience and to find out a better way of doing things. So yeah, who knows what episode five holds for us. I'm sure it's going to be exciting, might be a slight change in pace. So please stick around and wait and see what we've got in store for you guys. And from our side, guys, as always, welcome to Respawn. Thank you.